Me too, said Kesh. Liza shrugged. Don't know if the subdean will see it that way. He called it a career-limiting move, but then I think he was referring to his own. Apparently, we will be having a meeting tonight to discuss it. Talk of the devil, said Toby quietly, for standing in the doorway was the subdean. I'll keep your beer cold for you. The subdean blinked belligerently at us. Miss Parnell, a word? Jode actually walked Liza to the door, patting her on her arm as she left the room. Snorts of laughter came from Jode's table of friends. Toby waved at Michael and pointed to the beer. Michael looked blank, but came up to us, and I passed it over to him. For you, I said. Michael studied the beer while I turned back and looked at Jode, who was still standing at the door, seeming pleased with himself. What's he up to? It's a bet, Michael said. I heard them before. Before I could ask any questions, Cash continued talking. What happened to Alice was dreadful. We should all be campaigning for better security cameras and more patrols. Toby shrugged. I don't know, Cash. Would it really make a difference? You can't put cameras everywhere. There's always going to be some danger. Don't people just have to be sensible? Are you saying it's okay women can't walk around campus by themselves? Asked Rachel. She was still annoyed at Toby. Alice has been disfigured for life. I'm not saying Liza isn't a pain in the ass, but this time she's right. I know the solution, said Jode, who had swaggered over and rejoined the group. He signaled Toby for another drink. What? said Rachel. Just say yes. There'd be no rape if you chicks put out more. That March main prick tease got what she deserved. For one moment, the only sound was a series of descending pings from the pinball machine. Then Rachel walked straight up to Jode and smacked him as hard as she could. His head snapped back with the force of the blow. Finger marks appeared on his face. He gaped at Rachel and then raised a closed fist to punch her, but Toby had already jumped the counter to get between them and Stoner stepped forward and grabbed his arm. Come on, man, said Stoner. You don't want to do that. Jode swore as Toby told him he should leave. Some of the boys who were with him beforehand came up looking sheepish and helped hustle Jode out of the room. You need ice on your hand, slugger, said Toby, heading back to the right side of the counter. He scooped up some ice from the freezer, put it in a tea towel and gave it to Rachel. She made a fist and then flexed her hand. Her palm was bright red. Should have gotten another one. You could be in a whole lot of trouble, I said. Maybe you'd better go to bed. Rachel pressed the ice into her hand. Hark at you, little Miss Bursary. Of course you'd never do anything that would get you into strife. She gave me a knowing look before saying loudly, You all know Jode had it coming to him. Here's hoping the subdean agrees, Toby said. Come on, Rage, Pen is right. Head to bed. Are you kidding me? The night is but young. Before anyone could stop her, she picked up her bag and walked out of the room. Frank puts down his notepad. I sense that you are not fully engaged with this process, Pen. What do you mean? I slam the diary shut. The pages make a muffled slap. That's what we agreed. I write what happened and you write my report. Do you view it like a bargain, he asks. A direct exchange. Yes, and I'm keeping up my end. Frank looks at me carefully. You could think that, tell yourself that you've arrived on time to our sessions and have mostly answered my questions, but still, I get the impression you are not engaging in the process because you don't believe you belong here, that you really don't need treatment. There is no answer to that. 
because it is exactly what I am thinking. I guess a broken clock gets to be right twice a day. Why did you choose to tell me about the academic night? I shrugged my shoulders. I think you did it because it allows you to blend into the background and instead gives me all these other people to think about and analyse. A maze of human behaviours to get lost in. I'm getting a picture of everyone else, but you. But what you need to realise is that you are my patient, not the others. I am treating you. So next time, I don't want to hear about what you did in term break, or the subdean's pettiness, or how you wrote an essay, or attended lectures. Next appointment, I want you to start with the Friday after term break. That's your real end of the bargain. Reluctantly, I nod. Good. No more distractions then.